Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 129th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are having a festive drink that we shared on our Marriage on the Rocks Speakeasy Facebook group. Yep. We are featuring them in our Ranger Up Naughty and Nice glasses. Highball glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Cute. I like those. My cinnamon stick already fell down. Uh huh. I lost it. Yeah. I know. I love this time of year, like with the, with the drinks and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I love this time of year anyway, because it's just, it, it's just like a magical time of year. It's fun, and but with the with the drinks that we make, I like the, the Christmas themed uh-huh, mm-hmm. drinks and yeah, I think it's fun. This one's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Uh huh. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty refreshing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, tasty. I think we could have maybe made this a Grinch drink if we wanted. We could have, huh? Because it turned out so green. I know. Well, because uh, last year when we had... Was it last year or two years ago? I think it was two years ago. We did the Grinch one with the absinthe and everything. Yeah. And like you, right off the bat, you did not like that drink at all. Yep. And I was uh, a fan. you're like... You were acting like a Grinch, I remember. It tasted like black licorice. I was unhappy. Yeah. But it started to mess me up. Yeah. By the end of the episode. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this week we are going to be talking about uh, divorce during the holidays. Yep. We we had somebody reach out and um, and tell us that his wife asked for a divorce at thanks before like was it right before Thanksgiving? Yeah, it was the week or? of Thanksgiving, and uh, he, she but she wanted to stay together through the through holidays the because they have two kids. Mm-hmm. And that, except for the two kids, that's exactly what I went through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess yours was a little bit before that time. Fr- I mean, it was the day after Halloween or something. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it was the day after Halloween when she said she wanted a divorce. But she wanted to stay together through, the through Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, he, he he's a listener. He has followed the podcast. Um, he's reached out before with a couple of other things trying to figure out if you know they had the legs to make it and it kind of seems like she made that decision for For them them. um which sometimes that's just the way it goes but his ultimate question for this was he doesn't basically it really wasn't a question it was just he doesn't know if he can pretend to be happy yeah Uh through the holidays because and it wasn't just let's stay together through the holidays it was let's tell the kids we're getting a divorce after the holidays and that was once again exactly what i went through Uh um because she wanted to not tell him and ruin the holidays until afterwards but for mine it was you know november 1st yeah and it was like i was like oh my gosh you know we've got to fake this until whatever yeah i know yeah i mean so we when he reached out about this i mean obviously one we were like wow this definitely hits home like like you said almost exactly your same situation Mm -hmm. but how many other people actually go through this because there's a lot of people and um i think that i didn't we i think when we did a 
one episode before, I believe that January is the number one divorce month. Mm -hmm. And I think it is because people try to make it through through the holidays holidays, and do make it through the holidays. And then they're like, yeah, no, this is, it's just, it's not going to work. It's going to be, it's a, it, we should have just pulled the trigger yeah. then, you know, when I well, discussed I, it. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I, I, I would like to understand or see if they even exist some of the statistics about this, like whose idea this is. Mm-hmm. In, in my instance, and in, just put the one of our followers instance, it was the wife mm-hmm. that did it. I don't know if, if, if guys do that. I don't know if guys are like, well, I want a divorce, but let's wait yeah. until after the holidays i don't i think most of the time when a man decides he wants to to get a divorce he starts to immediately detach and wants to start moving on with his life Mm -hmm. i think for women there's more of a i i believe that they feel that it's a considerate slow gradual change which i think in retrospect the band-aid should just be ripped off Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's a good idea to draw it out. I get it because you're trying. You're not really doing it for the partner you're leaving. You're doing it for your children, mm-hmm. and I get it. And I would almost think that if you know you want to divorce your partner, but you still want to stay through the holidays and fake it, don't ask for the fucking divorce until after the holidays are over. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Well. <laughs> because it's like I remember, like one of the. One of the things was like we were faking it and I still had to buy her presents. And I'm like, you know, it was hard enough wanting to buy presents for you because you acted like a bitch around the holidays every year anyway. And now you've already told me you're leaving and I know you're seeing somebody else and I still have to buy you presents. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. So it was just, it didn't make my life any easier at all. Mm -hmm. And she ultimately... I think I've talked about it on here before, but I'll, I'll, I'll remind everybody. We didn't make it. I don't even think we made it until Thanksgiving before I was like, you've got to tell him. You have to tell our son. Because she told me the day after Halloween, which I believe that year was in the middle of the week. It was not on a weekend. Mm-hmm. And the very next weekend, she went. She tried to play it off like she went to the mountains with her girlfriends, but she went up there with a guy. Mm-hmm. And she kept doing that. She had a boyfriend that she was buying presents for his child by Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there like an idiot, like, yeah, everything's great. Yeah. yeah. We're, and, and, but so after, after like three, maybe we made it to I'm Thanksgiving. I'm trying to, I think you guys did make it through Thanksgiving. Cause I remember, I mean, the, the whole time period mm-hmm. pretty well, like, uh, I'm pretty sure that you guys made it through Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. but by then, by the end of Thanksgiving, you were like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And especially with her, um, I, I don't know if it was when she, when you kind of figured out that she was buying presents for mm-hmm. other kids and all that, or maybe it was the, I don't want to buy you presents thing mm-hmm. <laughs> too. But I'm pretty sure you guys made it through Thanksgiving at least. And then, yeah, maybe we did make it through Thanksgiving. And then Christmas. But I, I just couldn't take it anymore. I was like, there's no way I can make it through Christmas at least like mm-hmm. this. Because it was, it had gotten to a point where she she's, she set this up. And I, I don't know if it made sense in her mind. I don't know if she was trying to, 
make it easier on me. I know she was definitely trying to make it easier on our son by having this plan, but it was what she ended up saying was, let's, I want a divorce. I don't want to tell our son yet. Let's get through the holiday so it doesn't ruin Thanksgiving and Christmas, which sounded like a good idea. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm an adult. I can suck it up. But that meant I had to fake being devastated about what was going to happen. We were going to lose the house. I was going to not see him. There was just so many bad things that were just looming Mm -hmm. that it it was just too hard to keep faking like everything was okay. But he, I was working during the day, and then he and I already kind of had our own life anyway. But then she just started just being gone all the time. Mm. Every weekend, she was coming home later every night. She would, you know, disappear during the work week. And and he just kept asking me, where's, where's mom? Where's mom? Yeah. Because he had no idea. It was just all of a sudden, she developed this brand new life that she was either keeping a secret or holding off venturing into until she told me she was getting divorced. And then it was almost what ended up, what it ended up turning into was we're getting divorced, but we're going to live together while I, while we each have our own separate lives. But I was the built-in babysitter. Yeah. You weren't able to even try to live your, a normal life, single life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, the, the first time I actually got to go do something was, when you and I went bowling in January. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, the group of us. Yeah, there. when the group yeah. went. That was uh-huh. the that was from November 1st until right after New Year's. Uh-huh. Was the... F- was that before Christmas or after Christmas? It was after it Christmas. Was, it was January, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, it, yeah, from the day after Halloween through after the first of the year, I spent... What was that? November? Three months? Yeah. Babysitting for free for her while she... Yeah. pursued this other relationship and new life she had. Oh my gosh. And became close with this guy and his kids and figured out where she was going to live and she got her deposit down on her apartment and she started her whole life. Well, I was just sitting there like trying to pretend that everything was okay and babysitting our son. Yeah, I know. So it definitely didn't work out for me no, during that period. I know. <laughs> it didn't make my holiday any better. Well, and I think that... I guess it probably like, didn't make it any worse though. I mean, it was, they were always kind of crappy. I guess that's her. true. That's true. <laughs> I know. And maybe... And hopefully I made it a little bit better, like coming into your life mm-hmm. and giving you a little, uh, a little ho- hope, I guess, for, um, I mean, I guess flirting and stuff with each other. But, um, anyway, I was going to say though, like, I think, I don't know, uh, like, I think that people, maybe women drag it out, even if it's not the holiday though. Um, oh, really? <clears throat> I, I, and I could be wrong, but because mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know if I if I necessarily drug out like I say, my, you didn't you didn't drag. No, I know out. that I like I said I'm done. We're leaving, and and but what I did after that was kind of dragging it out with, oh, I'll keep you know paying on oh, the apartment yeah, yeah. and I'll. Keep doing there, this there's and not that. a full detachment. Yeah, it yeah it wasn't a full mm-hmm. just sever it completely right away. <laughs> right. Um, but I don't know. I think that uh, the when you're, I, I I do think that usually the it is a 
you know, thinking about the kids and it's a genuine yeah. type of thought process mm-hmm. that they go through and you really do want to and i think okay so i do think though that some people and you weren't one of these but some men are like oh, okay well if we can make it through the holidays and everything well maybe she'll change her mind oh yeah too <clears throat> and i think that is super unhealthy i think what makes that unhealthy is if a guy says that and the woman, if there's any indication, she doesn't squash it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I, know, I know that not all guys come to terms with it as quickly as I did. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I think for, for me, when I got the news, it was the most upsetting for the first 24 hours. And then it just probably got better. Mm-hmm. As far as my acceptance. There, there was this initial, over the first day or two, is this real? Because we'd been in fights before, but she had never said that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, either this is the worst, and, and it didn't even come out of a fight. That was the thing. We weren't in a fight, and she said, that's it, I want a divorce. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, I guess that's probably why I realized so quickly that it was real. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't. it wasn't said in the heat of the moment. It wasn't said on the heels of a really bad disagreement or argument. We were actually getting along very well. And looking back and realizing shortly after this, we were getting along so well because she was happy because she was seeing somebody else. Mm -hmm. So she was in a better mood. That was why we were getting along so well. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was, I guess I at least got to enjoy a little bit of happiness out of that which is really fucked up the way mm-hmm. it looks but that was she and i because i remember thinking like even leading into halloween like how how congenial and agreeable she was with all kinds of stuff um now we were we still weren't touching each other and hadn't for a year mm-hmm. but that was i would move past that she we just weren't fighting there wasn't she wasn't acting like a bitch about everything. Mm-hmm. And I had noticed, I, so I think I just kind of started to develop this subliminal hope that, oh, wow, she's, she's changing. Mm-hmm. She's, she's happier, to, she's easier to deal with. She's in a better mood, and it had nothing to do, it had completely everything to do with her already finding somebody else yeah. and being happy about that. Um, so I think that that's why it really caught me completely off guard at that moment in time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I didn't put the dots together because she didn't say oh, I found somebody else. She, it was because that was my first question. This doesn't make any sense unless you found somebody. Mm-hmm. What you're saying does not make any sense at all unless there's somebody else. And she just adamantly denied it. Which, mm-hmm. if you're be honest, yeah. it's not the truth is going to come out. I know. At some point in time, the truth is going to come out. Mm-hmm. You're going to find out about it. You're going to hear about it. Somebody's going to leak it. Your kid's going to find out what's going on. Yeah. I mean. You're lying about it is a recipe for disaster. If you're already turning someone's world upside down, you might as well completely turn it upside down and tell them why. Yeah, I know. Well, I know that's funny that you say that because when I left my ex, I told him that mm-hmm. that I was le- that I had another guy in mind. Yeah, and it say like, oh, for sure, I'm gonna, I'm leaving you for him. But I said. Because he, because I've said it before where I, I talked about you mm-hmm. all the time and uh, even to my ex and he 
He knew. Mm-hmm. He knew that, okay, like, she must like this guy. And he or he asked, mm-hmm. is, it, is it that guy? And I said, yeah, it mm-hmm. is. And at least... At least I told him the truth. Yeah. Well, the, the, the cruelest thing you can do is give somebody false hope. Mm-hmm. And and once again, I think like the idea of let's suck it up to the holidays for the kids, it comes from a, I don't want to say nice or sweet, it comes from a sincere place mm-hmm. that, you know, I've already, because you, you feel guilty. That's really where it comes. You just feel guilty. Mm-hmm. It's like I've told this person I don't want anything to do with them. Why? They look at it as pouring salt on the wound. Yeah. When that's not how you should look at it. It should really be, you know, you're, you're a grown-ass adult. You've made a decision. You found somebody else. Even if you're not actively, because we weren't actively seeing each other. Mm-hmm. We hadn't been on a date. Mm-hmm. We hadn't held hands. We hadn't communicated on the phone with one another. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we weren't doing, you know, anything inappropriately. We had a very deep emotional connection from being at work, mm-hmm. which, you know, is bad, I guess, is a form of cheating, you could say. Mm-hmm. But, you know, textbook-wise, we hadn't broken any rules. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I think that I, she, I had no idea she was even... She didn't talk about anybody. Mm-hmm. She, we, we didn't communicate about that stuff, so I had no idea. I, I always just thought it was very suspicious because she hit her phone a lot. Uh-huh. And I knew she was texting guys, Yeah, but I didn't know there was a specific one that she was yeah. interested in. Uh-huh. And so and she never talked about this guy that she worked with or mm-hmm. anything at all. Not, not one mention, or if she did, I just it went completely over my head. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like the conversations you had with your ex where you would you know, tell a story about me or Mm -hmm. something that I shared or, you know, oh, he's a cool guy. We should hang out with him one day. You know, (laughs) there wasn't anything like that at all. Yeah. So I I wasn't even like, I I, I had no leg to be like, well, is it so-and-so? Because the guys that she talked to that I knew she was talking to, they were married. Oh. And and there had never been a, oh, so-and-so got divorced or Uh so-and-so's having problems or nothing like that at all, which I guess if, if... they were having an affair. I don't know if that would have come out or not, but that's not what she did. So uh-huh. I didn't, and it, because that was always her argument. Like, who's, why is so-and-so texting you? She's like, why are you freaking out? He's married. Mm-hmm. I know his wife. She yeah. texts me too. And and so it was just always this, this shutting down every argument I had with it, with her justification as to why nothing was going on. Yeah. Um, and so th- there was just not even a, it was really like if she's seeing somebody, I don't know who it is. Mm-hmm. It's got to be somebody from work because at that point she hadn't she hadn't been going out mm-hmm. to do anything, and so she it's like she met a stranger at a club or a bar or something like that. So I, I just had no idea. But I think that the the hope really is they they look at it as well. If I tell them exactly what I'm doing or who I'm talking to or who I'm seeing or who I'm falling for, it's pouring salt on the wound. I really want to spare their feelings. Well, no, you don't, because you didn't spread their feelings when you told them you were getting it. You wanted a divorce. Mm-hmm. You wanted to break up. So just put everything out on the table. Yeah. Well, and and including uh, telling them around the holiday, or you know, not just getting it done and over with during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Not trying to get through the holiday season with this person. I, and I think like when you say that, you know, they do these things out of guilt and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I think that. Uh, you know, staying with the person throughout the holiday season, they're doing that out of guilt too. Because 
even if you, even if they didn't have kids together, mm-hmm. I think that women would tend to try to. Well, so, I don't want to ruin Christmas for yeah for everybody or even for him or mm-hmm. which you already ruined it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, but um, but yeah, the guilt thing. I think mm-hmm. the guilt is is huge. Well, it's the biggest driving factor on why they make a bad decision mm-hmm. of of going through it because they they you know I mean guilt is guilt mm-hmm. um, and they want some kind of reprieve of of being able to at least say well yeah I broke their heart but at least I didn't tell them this or at least I'm trying to do this and and one of the things that I didn't go through but you do see guys go through as well and is and, and and once again I I don't I'm not saying the way that I handled it was the right way or the way she handled it was the wrong way I I don't really know what the right or wrong way is I know that looking back at it and I can weigh out the all the negatives that came with it and just not very many positives I think that most couples would even if they went through this and they try to kind of co-parent or navigate this separation together there tends to be the drive of, of, of the husband that is like, you know, if the wife, you know, same scenario, the wife says, I want a divorce, let's make it the holidays that kind of go to your point that if, well, if I, that gives me, that gives me a month or two to, you know, show them what a great partner I can yeah. be. So they kind of look at it as this, this Second new chance. probation period of proving themselves. Um, Especially during the holidays, yeah. too, I think. And I think, yeah, that, well, if I get him a sentimental gift, if, uh-huh. if, I, if I, you know, we've spent, you know, 10 Christmases together, together it's a magical time of the year, and, and all I need is this. Because that's, that's one of the things that, like, my, my real father tried with, with my mom mm-hmm. when they, they were separated over the holidays, and he wanted to try to rekindle everything through that period because it is, it's such a special time of year mm-hmm. that most people tend to have fond memories. For me... I've said it on here before, most of the years we were married, especially from the time we, the six years we spent in California, was it six? Yeah, about six years in California, almost every single one of those Christmases were ruined because of her. Mm. And so I didn't have all of these, I had great memories of like what I got my son and how my son enjoyed it, but as far as a family, I just, you know that point from thanksgiving until christmas we were in a fight or a silent treatment or i didn't trust her some something really bad went on in that window so mm-hmm. there wasn't like well we've had, we our christmases have always been so beautiful and magical mm-hmm. that didn't exist yeah which made it easier for me to probably kind of cope with and but knowing that would have been a more justification to rip the band-aid off well it's not like we have these great special fun christmases anyway so might as well get it over with and get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of it, though, was she needed time to find a place to live. Mm-hmm. And neither one of us had anywhere to go. We didn't have any friends family. or family. I guess she probably could have moved in with her her boyfriend, but mm-hmm. she would have had to have admitted that she had a boyfriend. Yeah. She didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing is over that entire period... Even up until she moved out, she didn't admit she was seeing anybody. Mm-hmm. I just knew for three months that she was, and she would not admit it. Um, so, so that was, I guess, if you've already started to see someone, you maybe have some kind of fallback. But we we didn't have friends, family, or anybody that one of us could move in with, and so she, you know, she couldn't say, "Well, you need to get out 
and she couldn't say, well, I'm going to pack up and leave. She didn't have anywhere to go. Yeah. Um, even temporarily to go stay with anybody. She may have had a couple of friends she could have asked, but she wasn't like that anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, and I didn't have anybody to ask at all. It was just, it was just, yeah, I was just really stuck on my own. So I think that that probably played part of it. So people that live near where they grew up or their friends or family are, you may see a quicker, I'm out. I mean, that was the thing you had. I know. If you, did, did, if you didn't have your parents' house to go to, mm-hmm. what would have you done? You, I mean, yeah. we weren't seeing each other yet. You couldn't uh-huh. have been like, hey, man. <laughs> Yeah. Can I come crash? I, mean, I would have said yeah. <laughs> I would have said yeah. And I'd be like, come on over. And I'd been sitting there in my robe <laughs> on the couch free to show up. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, but you didn't have anybody to, I mean, if if, aside, if you if you weren't near your family, right, you I wouldn't, wouldn't have, have had, had anybody to yeah, fall back on. Yeah, that would, yeah, that would be crazy and a uh, completely different mm-hmm. situation that I would... So sometimes maybe it is drawn out because that's That's the only way to handle it. That's very true. I know. Well, you know what else I was thinking, though, is like when when a when a woman tries to drag it out and then uh, and then the guy tries to prove himself and Mm -hmm. and everything throughout the holiday season. I've seen this. I've seen this happen where the guy tries to prove himself and like tries to do sweet gestures and stuff and then the woman is just irritated everything he does just gets her more and more irritated yeah and it's like well chick like if you, you should have just ended it yeah if you would have just ended it this wouldn't be happening mm-hmm. he wouldn't have this hope that maybe maybe you guys can get back together yeah 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 i, I mean and that's the hope is created when you do those things, mm-hmm. I mean, when when you don't rip the bandaid off, mm-hmm. you you are creating that hope, whether it's intentional or unintentional, or because you don't have anybody to fall back on, or guilt or whatever it is, you are creating a very toxic form of hope for that individual, which you're in, you're going to end up crushing them more than just once. Mm-hmm. So just crush them once. I know. <laughs> don't. Don't give them that. But that that was, I mean, I think that, you know, with, with the guy that reached out saying, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know either. I mean, I, I, I don't know if you can either. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't keep it a secret from my son because, A, I, I didn't want to lie to him, and B, I couldn't cover for her. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to cover for her, and I just got sick of it, like, you know, trying to, having to act like everything is okay and that mommy was still a good person and Mm -hmm. when i just wanted to sit him down and be like let me fucking tell you what your bitch ass mom has pulled (laughs) that's what i really want to do i know Um, well and you never did uh, you know and until i guess now uh, with the podcast like him hearing this stuff and but even then it's like we you never said anything bad about her you you know any time through him growing up and uh, to him, I guess, mm-hmm. and of course, like m- amongst each other or whatever. But, um, but I think you know he can make up his own. Yeah, he's an adult and, now. Yeah. I don't. Um, but yeah, I didn't when he was a kid. It, I didn't want him to be burdened with any of it. It wasn't. It wasn't fair for me to put what she had done to me on him. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know what. I don't know if he if he looks back at that time. I wonder if he would say, "I knew something was off. Mm-hmm. It was just weird." And I don't know how much he remembers of it. I don't know how much went over his head. I don't know what it is. Um, but it was, you know, it, it was. It just really hit a point where she was gone. I think. I think what ended up happening was. She was gone every weekend. She was doing something, and then a weekend hits, and she's like out all hours Friday. And when she came home, he was in bed, and I was playing video games. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, "I said we can't keep doing this." I said, "I can't." I said, "I can't." I don't know what to say to him when he keeps asking me where you're at. And she's like, "Well, just tell him I'm out with friends." I said, "No, you tell him. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not lying to him. I'm not covering for you anymore." And if you, I can't make it through December with this. If you're going to keep, and that's what I told her, I said, if you are going to pursue, I gave her the option. I actually did. I gave her the option now that I think about it. Either stop going out and we pretend together, or you have to tell him so you can continue with this new life that you've developed. Mm -hmm. Because it has to be one or the other. Because you can't, you immediately started living this new life and doing whatever you're doing all week and every weekend, and you're completely absent from everything else. So I'm not covering for you anymore. I'm not making up stories as to where you're at or why you're not here or why you didn't come home last night or why you showed up at 2 in the morning or whatever it was. I'm not doing that. So you either stop doing that and until you move out in January or tell him. Mm-hmm. And so... And oh, I said, or we tell him. I didn't want her to tell him on her own, and that's what she ended up doing anyway. Oh, telling him on yeah. her own? Oh. Yeah, so she woke him up the next Saturday, uh, went up there in his room. I was I slept in the basement, uh-huh. and he comes down and sits down there and just starts bawling because oh. she had just told him in his room. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, why are you crying? And he's like, Mom told me that you guys are getting a divorce. I mean, he was crushed. Uh-huh. And I was like, I was, I was like, why did you tell him? I thought we were going to tell him together. And she's like, well, it was just the right time. And I'm like, <laughs> I was. Do mad. you know? Do you know what she told him? Like, do you know if she like? <laughs> I don't. You know, because like, I know she told him that she wanted the divorce. Okay, yeah. not like we've made this decision together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, or that kind of thing. Because yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't your decision yeah. to make this happen mm-hmm. at all. It was all her. Well, and, and even after he came down, I I reiterated that, uh-huh. and I was like, "Well, this was this was you know this was all her decision." Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he was he was kind of like like borderline asking me to to fix it or what can we do and uh. and what he didn't know was that it had already been like a month uh-huh. of and I had already detached. There was no. Oh, let's make it work, or uh-huh. let's go to camp. I mean, that that all happened within the first twenty-four to forty-eight hours. Yeah. And so I had already accepted that it was over. I was already I hadn't moved on because I didn't. I was just in worry mode because I didn't know where I was going to live. I didn't know what I could afford. I didn't know. I was trying to get a promotion that uh, I didn't get because our friend came back to HSS and <laughs> <Yeah>. got it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I, I couldn't. I just everything was up in the air. Uh-huh. Um, so I was. Too worried about what I was going to do to worry about trying to even consider reconciling with her. Yeah. And, and she had done nothing to give me any hope anyway, so there wasn't anything to 
string me along. Really, it was really just the uncomfortable uncomfortableness of us living under the same roof mm-hmm. and pretending. Yeah. And then I don't even know if I I don't know if stopping to pretend and then still staying together was any better because mm-hmm. it didn't seem to. Now, now you know, our son was just. Now he knew about the doom clock that was ticking down. Yeah. And, you know, that right after Christmas was going to be that. But that was, you know, I know my mom tried to, like, make it a good Christmas. She even, like, sent her presents and stuff because she felt, she, my mom felt bad about her not getting presents to open from her that she was sending because she sent me and Seth Xboxes. Xboxes, yeah. When the Kinect came out so we could see each other after. Uh Uh-huh. Everything. So that was our Christmas presents was Xbox Connects. Uh-huh. And so she felt bad about that. So she still bought her like a designer purse or, I mean, something expensive. Jeez. Wow. Jeez. Um, that, that surprises me too, though. Yeah. Like knowing, knowing your mom now. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man. Jeez. Uh, but, um, but, oh, so, but what I, I was thinking too is like... So, you know, with with little Seth being so upset about about it and everything and finding out during the holiday season, what do you think? I mean, do you think that that it was best for him to just know anyway, like or would you have wanted to spare his feelings? Um, I I don't know. I I really don't know what's what's the the best answer. I think that I think in my situation we were we were still far enough out that if she had left we could have adjusted that year but I know she you know she spun it as let's do one more Christmas as a family together mm-hmm. and I think that even if couples separate immediately they're still part of it. I mean you see that with even I don't like comparing celebrities cuz they're morons but you see that a lot with Oh, paparazzi caught a picture of so and so celebrating their daughter's birthday together, mm-hmm. and, and so there's this attempt at not just co-parenting, but the attempt to unify the family for special occasions, like well, a holiday. Well, I think that you guys even did that um, that first. We year. We did it for his birthday uh-huh. that first year, and that was uncomfortable too. Yeah, and it was just kind of because I don't think. I didn't care about seeing her. I just wanted to see him, and she had him for his birthday that mm-hmm. year because mm-hmm. of how we split all the the, the holidays and stuff and, yeah. and everything. And 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 so I think that that was we just met up for dinner. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and I remember like, and I don't. I mean, I shouldn't. You were gone. You were in Vegas. I was, but no, but I remember afterwards, though, hearing about you guys, him telling me about you guys going to dinner there for his birthday, Mm -hmm. and I mean, he was just a kid and and stuff, but just like, like, okay, you know, (laughs) I kind of get the feeling like, okay, like, you guys aren't a family anymore together, though. Yeah. And, and so like... Did you feel like he was like, uh, hey. We went with my mom. Yeah. To, yeah. Is that how you felt? A little bit. Really? A little bit. And, um, but yeah, I just remember like being like, okay. Well, and kind of thinking like, 
well, at first I was kind of like, well, that's good at least. Like they're, you know, trying to co-parent or whatever. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I mean, especially knowing me and knowing how like jealous I am and stuff, like it was just kind of like, oh, okay. Like, I guess I'm not part of the family yet <laughs> you were in vegas but i know i i know <laughs> i was in vegas i was you couldn't and i try, i look back at that now and i'm like i'm like because you had brought up the vegas thing and i was like well it's Seth's birthday while you're uh-huh. gone so but and i didn't even have him uh-huh but i guess it was just you know well this was my chance to see him on his birthday it was his first birthday since the divorce yeah um and i think i ended up it was the first, I, well, I guess, Easter came before his birthday. His that birthday. Mm-hmm. And I must have had him for Easter. Because mm-hmm. she got him for Valentine's Day. Because you and I had the best Valentine's ever. Mm-hmm. And then I think I got him for Easter and then she had him for his birthday. Mm. And then I think I got... Fourth of July. Oh yeah, because I do. I remember we to, like you putting together his little Easter basket and everything that yeah. first year. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, uh-huh. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, so but I I think going back to the question of of him knowing or not knowing, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, that's why I say I think I think I get it when people are like, oh well, let's we don't want to ruin their holiday, so let's do this. But you're you are asking a lot of the partner you're kicking to the curb to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I don't really know what the right answer is. I think there's people that, that maybe people handle it better. Maybe people are a little less detached. Maybe, maybe there, maybe guys or the person that's getting dumped light wants that last 30 days to try to make up so they can say, well, I did everything I could. And when it's really just a last ditch effort, that's mm-hmm. too little too late. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I don't really know what motivates people in those, I, I, in, in that situation or, because like I said, even when she first said it, I wasn't like, well, that's stupid. Yeah. I got it. I was like, okay, yeah, I think that's, I think that's a decent idea. There's yeah. no point in ruining his holiday. So even, even from my perspective, it came from a sincere place. Uh-huh. Um, it was just, I realized very quickly I can't, because of how she handled it moving forward. I don't know if, if she had stayed there's part of me that says I probably could have kept up the the facade through the holidays if she hadn't have started living her own life. But I wonder if that would have given me hope Yeah. during that period. I know. That, oh, well, we're pretending to be a family. It feels real. Uh-huh. And it feels nice. Yeah. And, and happy. Yeah. And so maybe there is hope. But she made it so very clear that she had her own life now that that alleviated the hope, which, as cruel as that sounds, probably was good. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm not I'm not a hopeful person with that stuff. Well, I don't know. I've said on there. I had hoped maybe I would have because I had hoped our whole marriage that she would snap out of it and be a good partner, and she mm-hmm. never did. So I, it would be naive for me to say, well, I wouldn't have had any hope at that point because mm-hmm. I probably would have because I'd had hope for twelve years or ten years yeah. of the twelve year marriage that she was gonna. And maybe it was, maybe it was like after you, like if, if she wouldn't have kept going out every weekend Mm -hmm. and all that, maybe, and if she really was pretending, 
uh, to live this happy life as a family, maybe it would have been different and maybe you would have had the hope. Yeah. But I think that you, you didn't have the hope so early on because she was completely disconnected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, and that's why I say, I think that not having the hope was a good thing. Yeah. I know. As weird as that sounds, it's because I, 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 I think the hope is what's so painful for people. So I, I only had to go through the pain once. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't this roller coaster of three months of maybe we'll get back together, maybe we won't. Maybe we'll, I uh-huh. mean, there was just it was it was literally it's, it's over. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm that's how I want things. Yeah. There are some people that kind of want to go through this torturous yeah. thing, and you guys are weird. <laughs> So I don't really understand it, but I know that people do want to do that. Uh And I think that the the only time I I would even say I get it, though, is if there is kids. Mm -hmm. If we didn't have him and she was like, well, let's just have one more. I'd be like, why? why? Yeah. Fuck out of here. No, Uh no. Why are we going to do that? Uh Um, I did. I I do remember decorating the tree. Uh Uh-huh. And we had a first Christmas ornament oh. of our marriage. Oh God! That was in the thing, and I, she, she helped decorate the tree. Really? And I think Seth was helping, and he kind of got distracted with whatever. And I said, "Do you want me to put last Christmas on this when we put it up?" Like just trying to kind of be funny. Oh like, gosh, that's not being funny. That's just lighten being... the lighten the tension. Because <laughs> I, I was like, I, I think was, I would make it worse. I was like, why would we even put this on the tree? Yeah. You know, what's yeah. the point of that? Oh my gosh. You know, that's weird though. But I, I tend to, even going through something dark or sad or depressing, I am one of those people that it's not that I try to find the humor in everything, but I tend to use humor mm-hmm. as, I guess, kind of a coping mechanism. Yeah. I don't think that's humorous, so I think it, it's more... Well, it was to me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not something I would have... I think I would have told like other people. Someone, I said it just to her. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever told that story yeah, until... Yeah, no, I've I mean, never... Anybody listens to I've it, never but, heard it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just... I just saw it and was like... I mean, you got to keep in mind that we were... <laughs> I had already known for over a month. Yeah. It's not like the wound... I guess it was still... I, I didn't feel like I was still wounded, though, at this point. Uh-huh. It was... I knew I wasn't going to stay with her. I knew that I was going to move on. At that point, I had I had pretty much just really thought I was going to be single. Uh-huh. And so I was planning to live this, not this hoey bachelor life, but I was planning to live a life of what what my time looked like with just me and then what the other half of my time looked like with Seth. Mm-hmm. And that, at that point in time, got me excited mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, cool, I can do this, I can do that, I'm going to start going to the gym, I'm going to, you know, whatever it was that, you know, as you start to kind of progress and heal and, and all that, you start to get excited about what your next chapter is or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I had already started to go through that. So there wasn't this... What was me? Yeah. I, and and I, I got over the what was me very quickly. Uh-huh. Like literally like within a week. And, and so seeing the ornament was just kind of like... I just That's what I did. I go... Phew. I was like, let me just put a last Christmas over this one so we can put it up on the tree. And... I think, like, even for her, she was, like, she didn't laugh. Uh-huh. She yeah, was just kind of like... I wouldn't have laughed. Like, that was pretty dark, but it's like, you, you're you the reason I said it. It's I not know. my fault, you know? I know. 
I and I probably I probably would have reacted the same way as her. Like, okay, and I I think that uh, the reason why she probably reacted the way she did was because she felt guilty. And do you think she felt guilty about leaving? Yeah, I do. I think she I think she felt guilty to a point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As much as someone selfish can feel guilty. Yeah. Which I'm pretty selfish sometimes and I can still feel guilty. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and I I mean cuz I remember I just remember in my ex I think it was more woe is me type stuff, but like what am I going to do for Well, he he tried to give you guilt trips. Uh-huh. With her, I think she took some of the stuff, as I said, as a guilt trip. Like, oh, he's guilting me into feeling bad about going out on the weekends. And I wasn't trying to make her feel guilty. I was trying to make her feel stupid and bad. I didn't want her to feel guilty <laughs> about it, but it was just like, you do realize what you've done, right? You told me you wanted a divorce and you wanted to pretend like we were together for the holidays, and you have completely abandoned that, but you still want me to pretend like we're together. Did you have to buy all of the presents for Seth that year, yep. too? Oh, my gosh. I think we went pretty minimal, though. Oh. Uh, just because of... You knew what was going well, on. Well, we were, we were trying to separate our finances and uh-huh. pay off our debt and figure all that out. We, we couldn't afford to have all, have all this. And I didn't want to spend a lot of money because I'm like, I need... To I save. don't make enough money to live in a place. And I knew that we were we were going to quit paying the mortgage on the house. We were going to mm-hmm. foreclose on the house. And I knew I had several months before I would get, like I guess, legally evicted from the house that we were going to lose. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I, I don't know if you remember, like, at work, like, I would go to the ATM and pull cash yeah. out. Yeah, just to kind of, like, stop. I mean, not like a ton, but no, just yeah. a little bit here and there. So I had something. Uh-huh. My truck was a gas guzzler. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, she was living... She was moving to the the most affluent, expensive part of the Denver suburbs yeah. in the entire area. Mm-hmm. And at that time, she was trying to convince me to live over there to make the, our lives easier on everybody. And I was like, Phew. I looked. I was like, there's not, there's not, there's not any place I can live over there. Mm-hmm. The shittiest apartment is still five times too much. Yeah. yeah. So, and there's no, there wasn't a shitty apartment. No, there wasn't. Uh-huh. So I was like, yeah, there's there's no way. So that's where I ended up moving all the way to Inglewood. Mm-hmm. In a 600-square-foot yeah. 1953's house. Oh, and that's what, like, because at that point, that's when she was, like, uh, saying that you're doing that on purpose mm-hmm. or something. And, yeah. Yeah. Because I told, well, and I didn't know I was going to move to Inglewood yet. Mm-hmm. Because I, remember, I found that, like, at the last minute. Yeah, you did. Uh-huh. Um, I know, well, because you were, like, it the house was being foreclosed Mm -hmm. and like you were just living there yeah and it was like any day could have happened Mm -hmm. and it could have yeah i just kept waiting for some kind of notification from Uh the sheriffs or something that yeah which it finally came yeah it came right as i was finding like right after i found the place yeah i still had a little bit of like a 30-day window to move in and it came during that 30 30. But we were pretty confident that we knew when it was going to happen because I'd read up on it. Oh. So I, th- I was pretty confident. I had until June or July or whatever, uh-huh. whatever it was to get out. Yeah. Um, but it was I, I knew right off the bat that I couldn't. I, I don't know if I said Inglewood. That well, I, I, I said something where I was like, the only place I can afford to live is wherever. Mm-hmm. And I said, and that's you know, that's 
this far away. And that's when she was like, you're doing this on purpose. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, you're, you picked the most expensive part of town to live in. Yeah. And she tried to play it off like it was for his school. Yeah. Still not admitting that that's where her boyfriend lived. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I want him to go to the best school, and that's the best school okay. district. Uh-huh. And she's like, so he's not going to school where you live. If you're gonna, if you, she goes, if you're going to live on the ghetto part of town, oh my he's gosh. not going to that school. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. And I remember saying, he needs to go to the ghetto school. Toughen him up. Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember that, too. Yeah. Let him just do a semester there. <laughs> That's funny. But I don't know. I think that uh, it's just during during the holidays, I think it is a, it is a hard decision it is, yeah. to make, really. I think that if you are the person wanting the divorce or asking for the divorce initially... I think well, th- if you're wanting to say, let's wait it out, just wait it out yourself. Yeah, don't bring it up. Don't bring it yeah. up. But if you mm-hmm. if you do want to end it and just freaking end it, mm-hmm. don't well, and that's where drag I, things out. That's where I look back. And the reason she said that early on was because she did want to pursue her own life. And she knew she couldn't do it and not get caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she knew that there was, because it was almost like, she knew she couldn't sneak around. She knew she couldn't just tell me, I'm not telling you where I'm going. If we're still married, mm-hmm. she, you, you can't, you, she at least knew she couldn't do that. Or why would you do that to your partner? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think she kind of thought that was the happy medium. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, it, but that's the only reason she did it. It wasn't that, you know, it wasn't to, spare anything it was solely for the fact that she could go ahead and rip the band-aid off in her eyes i'm gonna rip the band-aid off and tell him that we're getting divorced and then okay now i can start living my Mm -hmm. life and under the guise of well i've got a free babysitter for the next three months and then when 50 50 custody comes what am i gonna do i'll Mm -hmm. just have to be able to go out when well i don't think she probably didn't think oh i have a babysitter do you think she thought that i don't know I don't, I don't know. I, would I, hope I mean, not. I know that she, she just said that, let's, or she just told me she wanted to avoid, instead of what I said, if you're like, and you just said as well, if you're going to, if you want to pretend through the holidays, just pretend by yourself and then break it off after the holidays. Mm-hmm. Then you don't have to worry about establishing hope. Then you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. You don't have to worry about somebody faking. You don't have to worry about anybody finding out. But if you're going to do that, you can't go start living your own life and seeing someone new. Mm-hmm. You have to put that on hold. So if you don't want to put that on hold, don't ask someone to fake a holiday with you. Just get out of there. Yeah. And that's the price you pay is ruining your children's holiday. Mm-hmm. You don't, you know, you don't get a get out of jail free card for <laughs> walking out on your marriage. That's true. So, I mean, it's And she was trying to get out of the situation as unscathed as possible. Yeah. Which I think is anybody's natural reaction. Yeah. That's not she wasn't special in that fact. I think that's what most people would do mm-hmm. is What's what's the what's the best I can come out of this awful situation? Mm-hmm. And I think that she she didn't want to be like, well, you know, I I took my child's dad away from him for half time. I ruined the last Thanksgiving and Christmas that we all could have had together. So I think all of that produced some guilt, which then makes it seem like it's a good idea mm-hmm. to do that. But if you're the one ending the relationship, depending on why, I mean, I think there's very, very valid reasons to 
to end, and I'm, it's not even my place to say that her reasons to end it were invalid. Mm-hmm. I've, right. s- I've said on here before, I think that, and I've even said this about her, if you aren't attracted to your partner and you don't want anything to do with them emotionally, physically, you know, personally, whatever, you shouldn't be married to someone you don't want to be married to. Mm-hmm. And I will continue to stand by that. You should never have to be married to someone you don't want to be married to. Mm-hmm. And people think that, well, we set our vows. We have to stay stick together even though we hate each other's guts. No, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. So I don't fault her. For wanting the divorce, mm-hmm. um, I don't fault her for having the premonition that maybe this is the best way to handle it. It's not like she'd been through it before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. not like no, there's not a no. playbook out there that says, here's the best way to dump your husband over the holidays. Yeah, I know. And that's the thing is like, even with you going through it, with other people reaching out, it's like, we don't know the perfect right answer to give you Mm -hmm. but we can well and i i can empathize with and i don't know this her and i never talked about it she may have just this could have been something that she made the decision on in september Mm -hmm. and was like gosh halloween's right on the corner that's like that's ruining him him and my son's favorite holiday and Ugh. I'm like, okay, I'll see if I can just make it through this. And, and so there's no telling how long she carried the burden of knowing she wanted in a relationship. And for her, it may have just been the same breaking point I hit with living the lie that we're still together of, I can't keep this up anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be married to you anymore. And I'm sorry that it's November 1st, but I can't continue to pretend I want to be married because I don't. Mm-hmm. So you can't falter for that. I know. And, and, and so... Yeah, the timing's not good. But the timing's never yeah, good. Yeah, there's though. never going to be a good time yeah. to, to do that. So, I, my advice if if I was if I was on the outside, and she had come to me for advice and said, "Hey, I've been married to this guy for 12 years," and and said all the cliche things. Oh, he's a great dad. He's he's attentive. He he does all the right things. I don't. And we've had people reach out with this. Mm-hmm. I and I can, I'm putting words in her mouth of course Mm -hmm. but you know i could imagine that you know he's he does all the right things i don't know why i don't want to be married to him i don't know why and i know she had some of this i got married at a young age i didn't get experience enough life and and whatever i would tell her you don't need to be married Mm -hmm. you need to get divorced and if she said well we're close to the holidays should i wait till after the holidays i would say no Mm -hmm. don't wait yeah do it you need to you need to tell if you don't want to be married you need to tell him you're you're you know, you're hurting yourself by staying in a, a situation you know you don't want to be in anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would probably give her the advice that she actually did. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> to a point, so yeah. But I guess like with with pretending through throughout right. the holidays, yeah. though, like it's I I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend. Pretending. Yeah, I think it's tough. I think it's too tough. I think that, yeah, you people are gonna have, you're gonna have feelings and stuff and and different things that you're, you know, remembering, fun times that you may have had together. And I guess you you were different, but I think mo- a lot of people or most people, hopefully, have mm-hmm. fond memories together during the holidays. And well, stuff. and I am glad that. 
Seth doesn't realize how awful most of the holidays. I mean, it's not like in his memory bank. Yeah. That he, it was always good for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That uh, I'm I'm pretty sure that's how he would look back on it. That yeah, most of my holidays were were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, at least the ones because I was involved. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> was because I, I remember like even the Christmases she had him, I'd call him because I still woke up early. I know, and, and he I'd was call like, him and be like, she, she won't get up. Yeah, she's and it was like fit. nine o'clock. I'm like, what? You have an opening? He's like, no. You know, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, and I think that, I think that people, I, I don't even going through it, talking about it. I don't have any ill feelings. Mm-hmm about it i'm not like fuck her Mm -hmm. i'm not i don't feel that way i I, i'm i'm just really indifferent Mm -hmm. i don't it's just and as i think as time has gone on i mean shit it's been 10 years yeah since that happened yeah and and so i mean a decade later i mean it would as as someone that holds a grudge (laughs) i don't there's nothing i know huh there's really nothing there and and i i don't i don't I'm not one of those people that when November 1st hits, I'm like, oh, God, I remember how awful November 1st was 10 years ago. And mm-hmm. I, I don't do that. Once I moved on with my life and with you, it was it was just like, yeah, this was a shitty situation. And I don't mind talking about it. I don't mind telling people about it. I don't mind sharing the story. But it's not... It's not coming from a point of, well, let me fucking tell you about my ex-wife. Yeah. It's not... It's Defining not, yeah, moments. Yeah, it's not like that. It's really mm-hmm. just sharing a complete one-sided version mm-hmm. of yeah. a 12-year marriage. Uh-huh. Um, and so that's that's really all it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's not even on the list of the four people I hate and wish would get hit by the I, bus. I know. <laughs> I'm just kind of indifferent about it, you know? Yeah, uh-huh. Um, and so that's, I think that that's, that's just, and, and oddly enough, I think based on the other Christmases and things that have gone on in my life, that really was still wasn't the worst Christmas I had. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't the best, it wasn't in the top uh-huh. five, but it wasn't the worst. Yeah. And, and I think for people going through it, you know, I know it's cliche, but this too shall pass. I mean, yeah, it'll, it really will. It, it, you, you will look back on it once you, if you move on. You'll look back on it as as either a learning experience, a shitty situation, or you know, hopefully not something that has now negatively defined why. Because I know people that went through similar things that ten years later still blame that to why they're a fucking loser at this I point know. in time. Yeah, that's because true. of what an ex-wife did to them years ago, and mm-hmm. it changed their mind about love and and marriage and relationship and hope and humanity and all that. And they've used that as the catalyst to be a whiny bitchy loser yeah you know mm-hmm. even the people i don't like and wish would hit get hit by that truck they i don't use them as the reason why i haven't done anything i'm still doing better than all of them mm-hmm. so it's not that it's i don't i don't when i hold a grudge it's not so much that it consumes me to the point that i still can't progress and become successful and grow and and continue to hit my goals and all that stuff mm-hmm. i don't let it be a showstopper. Yeah. I just want them to suffer a horrible, <laughs> painful death along the way. Oh my god! And just let them just keep remembering that no matter how how high I climb the corporate ladder or whatever I do, I'm still petty enough to go back and poke at them. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my god! But I don't even do that with my ex. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. I mean, some people could probably say, 
Oh, well, you slam her on the podcast every other week about something. Whatever. Guilty. <laughs> but it's not from a. It's not coming from a place of of disdain or hate yeah, or, or anything like that. Yeah, it's just, or bitterness. That's or why something. I don't ever. You know, I, I'm very careful to not ever slip and say her name or mm-hmm. give really any details about her at all. Yeah. Um, and I think that I've hit a point in my life that. Aside from my son and my family, I'm only connected to maybe five or less people that still even know who we both are. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. I'm not that person. I'm never like, oh, this is my ex-wife. Mm-hmm. I'm never I'm never like, oh, yeah, this, I, I, I don't, I don't bring it up. I talk about it on the podcast. I don't ever talk about it. To anyone else. About, I don't yeah. talk about her off of here no. in any way, uh-uh. shape, or form. No. To anybody. Mm-mm. If somebody asks me anything, I, I may say well, oh, I, I was yeah. married. Uh-huh. I was married for twelve years prior uh-huh. because they think they're, or, or if they know Seth is, uh-huh. like because they'll be like, "Is Crystal's not his mom? Is she?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No." I'm like, "I was I was married for twelve yeah. years." Yeah, or will people there. be like, "You have a twenty-one year old?" Yeah. <laughs> no. And then the next question for me is always, "How old are you?" When I say yeah. oh, I've been married for twelve years. Uh huh. How old are you? Yeah. And then I tell them, and they're like, "Oh, okay, the age makes sense, but you don't look like you're, you don't look like you're that old." Yeah. Uh huh. And so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't have anything else to add to this. Um, yeah. yeah. Like I said, I just if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, do it. If you want to wait, yeah. then wait on your own. Don't let everyone else suffer too and i i think with most thing most with most things i i i tend to be kind of well this is this is the prescriptive behavior for every situation but i think with this one it's really there there's there's so many different factors mm-hmm. of of how i was blindsided from the fact that i was used to being miserable and i know there's a lot of guys that get blindsided by the fact that they thought their partner was happy i knew she wasn't happy mm-hmm. I just and I knew I was miserable. I didn't realize how miserable I was until it was over. But I was never that. Oh, I'm in a great marriage and I mm-hmm. I love my wife and we have the best time together. I knew that it was bad. Mm-hmm. And so, but I've I've had friends or colleagues or whoever that's that were in an awful relationship and were like, I can't believe it's over. And that wasn't me. I, the only thing I couldn't believe was that she left me and I didn't leave her. Yeah. Not that the marriage dissolved. Mm-hmm. That was the only I was like, I can't fucking believe it. I didn't end it. She did, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and that was, I think that was probably the the only point of disdain I had yeah. at the time yeah. was, you know, this shouldn't have been her decision. Yeah. It should have been my decision. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but... Yeah, but but I I don't I'm not comfortable with this saying. Well, here's exactly how you should do this. No, uh-uh. because there's your kid's age, your kid's cognitive capability. Your, you know, I don't know every part of the makeup of the situation to give that type of advice. And when you get the question that, you know, I've been in a failing marriage. Um, we've been trying to make it work. My wife decided it's not going to work. She told me over the last week that we want a divorce, that she wants a divorce, but she wants to stay together for the kids. At least he's not coming at it from the perspective of that gives me a month to make things up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's accepted yeah. it's over. It's uh-huh. really just, he's kind of where I was at. I don't know if I can keep up the charade. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old the kids are. Yeah. I don't know. Because I, I think that that plays a factor. If they're really young, I, I don't want to say who cares, but who cares? <laughs> if they're older, 
you should be able to sit them down and have that conversation. Yeah. They're teenagers, and Seth was in that weird window where he was he was twelve. Or about 11. to be 12. Yeah, he's 11. And he was 11, so he wasn't quite a teenager, but he wasn't young enough, but he, and he was smart enough to know that, that... And that was what I kept telling him. He's too smart to... We can't fool him. Mm-hmm. We can't pretend like this. He's not some dumb kid. Um, so he was in that weird, awkward spot where it's like, well, do you tell him? Do you not? Mm-hmm. I mean, Because you could still... He still had a childlike Christmas. Mm-hmm. He wasn't that... You know, oh, I'm I'm so grown up. He didn't act like a teenager yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was you kind of tended to want to err on the side that he's a child that you don't want to. You know, there's kids that age that still believe in Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, it was it was kind of a weird window to decide exactly what was the best way to handle it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. So yeah, um, I mean, there's not any right <laughs> or wrong answer. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Just right or wrong partners. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, though. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I, I don't have anything else. Um, thank you, as always, thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, rate and review us on iTunes, and mm-hmm. we will talk to you next week. Thanks. <laughs>